On today's show, the fear of missing out or FOMO mega cap tech rally and a very special guest, Dennis Loxton, CFP, will be on to discuss reverse mortgages and potential strategies. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And joining me today, as always, Joe Murphy. Joe, an investment advisor, representative, independent fiduciary. Murphy Wealth Management is where you find him. You'll find the website at mwmfinancial.tax. Uh, helping folks for more than 20 years. And this is going to be a fun show, Joe. I, I, I look forward to hearing from Dennis. And, and I know that... Like you said, I think reverse mortgages are, are sort of coming around again. I've, I've talked with a couple of different advisors who are saying the same thing. Yeah, I think, like I said, people want to be prepared. And I know Dennis has got an incredible amount of insight on the reverse mortgages. I'm excited to talk to him. And remember, you know, Dennis is also a fiduciary. He's a certified financial planner. So some of the strategies that he uses and implements with these reverse mortgages, I think is going to open up a lot of eyes with a lot of our radio listeners. And again, you know, this radio show is about education and knowing is half the battle, not to quote G.I. Joe, but you really want to know. And that's why we want to bring this to our Chicago listeners our Northwest Indiana listeners. So if the time comes and they're in a pinch, they know what they can do and what they can't do. So I'm excited to talk to Dennis. Um, but Steve, before we get into it, yeah. I, I wanted to go through, I read a really interesting analysis article okay. um, by, Go by Goldman Sachs. Um, Goldman Sachs analyzed over 700 hedge funds. And it really got me thinking, this is so exciting for me. These hedge fund managers are considered like the big, big players on Wall Street. These guys hold almost $2 trillion in equity or stock positions in the market. These are big time guys. Pensions invest with them. These are the guys that move the market. So on average, the hedge funds are sitting at a 3% return year to date. So most of them missed out the boat on the mega cap tech rally. So you got the S&P up 13%, you got NASDAQ up over 20%, and the broad-based market is only up 1.4%. A lot of our radio listeners have heard me ad nauseum talking about that divergence between these high-flying tech companies, and there's usually about 11 of them that are ripping, and the rest of the market is sucking wind. How did these hedge fund managers miss the boat? It was fascinating to me. Yeah. So when the Federal Reserve, remember, they launched the fastest rate hike in history into the highest debt construct ever. Remember, they were a little late to the game with inflation, so they went wall to wall with these interest rate hikes, and we're not done yet. They're already preaching rates higher for longer. But when the Fed announces rate hikes to combat inflation, these hedge fund managers immediately went into defensive stocks like healthcare, consumer staples, utilities. Why would they do that? It's fundamentals. When the Federal Reserve raises rates, tech should get absolutely obliterated because tech is considered a long duration asset. Their cash flows are expected to be generated in the future, not right now. So they operate on leverage. And if they have no cash flow now and it's anticipated in the future and the Fed jacks rates, these companies are supposed to be sucking wind. So the hedge funds went defensive and lo and behold, tech took off. So why the upside? Why in the world mega cap tech? AI, baby, AI, artificial yeah. intelligence, Steve. We've yep. been talking about it, but what is driving the bus? It's not fundamentals. It's something called sentiment, euphoria, and that famous FOMO, that fear of missing out. Because a, a share price, a stock share price is determined by two factors. You have fundamentals times sentiment equals share price. I'll say that one more time. Fundamentals times sentiment equals the share price. Fundamentals are going to be things like company sales, net income, EBITDA, earnings per share. It's, it's basically a really good benchmark of the financial well-being of the company or the numbers behind the company. Fundamental rallies, if you look at a company that's on a slow grind up, fundamental rallies aren't these rip-roaring, euphoric rallies. They're a slow grind up, but long-term investors love it because you get to participate in the overall growth of the company and in most cases, the economy. Sentiment is the fire. It's the emotion. It's the feeling. It's the fuel to multiple rallies of stocks. The main reason I love trading, guys, is because it brings social behavior to the market. So just to give you guys an example, you guys have probably heard 
so-and-so stock, Google or Microsoft is trading at a 30 times multiple. So this is a great example of sentiment. That means it's trading 30 times its fundamentals. Um, that is what sentiment is. And to give you guys a really good example of a recent history of sentiment and what it drove is the term, Steve, you've probably heard this, blockchain. Remember that oh, yeah, term? Blockchain. Yes, absolutely. Back in 2017, 2018, we started seeing it increasingly used on conference calls by these CEOs. Then we started seeing these companies that were basically worthless, adding the term blockchain, and all of a sudden their share prices were absolutely skyrocketing. It was completely nuts. Now we have AI. Is AI the new invention of electricity, or is it going to be similar to uh blockchain. And that's the question that no one knows the answer to. But very interesting, when you're dealing with a small firm like Murphy Wealth versus a hedge fund manager, these guys are studying the fundamentals. Someone like me is looking at the sentiment. We're looking at the FOMO. We're looking at what people want to invest, what they don't want to miss out on. Take, for example, if we have a gold rush. So a gold rush, every investor out there is going to want to invest in the companies that are mining gold. What I want to do is I want to invest in the companies that are selling the picks and the shovels because the companies that are mining gold, they might not find gold, but the companies that are selling the picks and shovels, Steve, those are the ones that are going to give me the absolute. So in an uncertain time, that's why we saw these hedge funds really get defensive during this time period because every economic indicator screamed the tech was going to get slammed, but it didn't. How long is this rally going to last? Nobody knows, guys. But if you look at earnings coming up and earnings that have been reported, these share prices are not justifiable. So you have to be really careful. And this message goes out to our near-term retirees. If you're in that retirement red zone, five years, and you have an account invested in the market that you are going to depend on for future income, this is your time to get an analysis. This is why I love doing this show. I've talked to so many of you guys that maybe didn't realize that you were this aggressive going this close to retirement. If we look at the history of bear markets, we've had three since 2020. And if you talk to any, any retiree that retired right before a bear market or a bear market correction, um, their retirement didn't seem the same. You can't explain that feeling, Steve, to someone unless they actually go through it. And if you see falling asset prices and your future income is tied, you can do what? You can panic. And what happens when people panic, Steve? They make bad decisions. Right. Um, planning is the most important aspect to all of this. And that's why I really want to get this word out today. We don't know which overall direction this market's going to go. We don't know if these mega caps are going to keep ripping, but why take the chance if you're in a near-term retirement situation and you have money in the market that you are going to depend on to supplement and fuel your lifestyle in retirement, be very, very careful. Again, no one knows the exact timing, but it is absolutely prudent to plan. Right. And, and again, that's really the, the, the it's fascinating to watch this and to uh, get the insight from you on, you know, all that's going on there. And, and uh, you know, that that fear of myth, missing out, the FOMO, as you talk about, that's a big deal, too, isn't it? And and we, you know, we see certain things and, and well, we got to be in that, too. We do. And emotion, emotion drives. It really does. And, you know, you have all the all the, the major Wall Street guys saying, well, it's going to do this because this economic indicator says this and they move all their assets over. And guess who's right? The people that are like, I'm not missing the boat on AI. No way. I'm getting yeah, in it. Getting in. We just we don't know the end result. And it could be a big risk. It could be a big boom. We don't know. But are you willing to take that chance with money that you are going to depend on an income? And I think that's the main point of all this. We want to keep bringing this to the forefront, not because we have an aversion to the bull market. I love bull markets, but our retirees need to look at this much differently, Steve. And that's the point of this conversation. Sure. And uh, again, those are the kinds of things that you talk about and that uh, we talk about every week. Um, you know, you talked about um, the fundamentals and that, it, that kind of surprised me when you said that that the uh, hedge fund people are concentrating on the fundamentals, whereas you are dealing with the sentiment, which to me, I mean, maybe that's just me. I would, I would go with sentiment as well. I think you can learn more. 
you know what mo most traders do, you know, sentiment is what drives those rip roaring rallies where you can get profit. Um, but again, you know, these guys are looking everything in this market, every indicator has been screaming, jump from tech, jump from tech, jump from tech. Lo and behold, it did the exact opposite. If the market is one thing, Steve, what is it? It's unpredictable. unpredictable. No one knows. No one has a crystal ball. We can look at history as guidance for the future, but it's no guarantee. And that's why it makes sense to be prudent with, especially for our retirees, you have to look in a different way. Last week, we covered those transitional periods. This transitional period, you're not going to be contributing to these accounts anymore. You're not going to be taking advantage of dollar cost averaging. You're actually going to be taking this money out, which brings that sequence of returns risk back in the picture. You have a falling market and you're drawing money off of, you could be in financial uh, peril and you could run out of money before you run out of life. The exact opposite of we want to accomplish with our education is to get people planned for up front. Absolutely. Well, again, you summed it up well there, Joe. In fact, let's go ahead and take a quick break, invite folks to call and we'll come right back. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Like every weekend, you guys have been lighting up the phones. Next 10 callers, we are going to do a portfolio analysis for our near-term retirees. We are going to do a cash flow analysis. We are going to do an approximate retirement income level based on your assets that you have dedicated to your retirement. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. And here's an opportunity to, again, just what uh, Joe said, sit down, get a final financial roadmap put together. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. If you've never done it before, boy, no time like the present. I know a lot of you looking for that second opinion. Joe's your guy. Give him a call. 800-930-5905. You're going to get the comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-930-5905. Again, 800-930-5905. When we come back, certified financial planner Dennis Loxton on to discuss reverse mortgages. Hey, we are back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here um, with Murphy Wealth Management, uh, helping folks for more than 20 years getting into retirement. Um, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, we have a special guest. It's Dennis Loxton, and, and I'd be very curious to, to hear uh, from you, Dennis, and, and really get your story on this on reverse mortgages. Joe, let's uh, take it away. Yeah, you know what, I wanted to uh, introduce our radio listeners to Dennis, and Dennis is a, a good friend. I've known him since all the way back in 2000 um, when I was in this industry as a wholesaler for an insurance company. Dennis is one of the good guys in the industry, and obviously as a fiduciary, um, he knows his stuff. A certified financial planner that does reverse mortgages might be the unicorn um, in this industry, and we got him on the show. He's extremely busy, but was willing to spend some time just because he's a good guy. Dennis, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us. If you want to talk a little bit about your background, Dennis, kind of what you're doing now, and then we can educate our listeners on these reverse mortgages and see if there's some fit. Well, thanks, Joe. Um, my name is Dennis Loxton. I'm a regional manager with New American Funding. Uh, we happen to be a top 20 mortgage country um, in the United States. And the division uh, that I run for this part of the country specializes in helping active adults and baby boomers best monetize their housing wealth so they can enjoy a better retirement. Dennis, it is it is awesome to have you on the show. And one of the main reasons that I really wanted to have you on this week, Dennis, was I was reading some statistics that really popped out to me. And I know the ins and outs of reverse mortgages, but listen to this and tell me what your thoughts are on this. Since the year 2000, the percentage of Americans 65 plus in the workforce has nearly doubled. By 2024, one short year ahead, 13 million 65 and over are projected to still be work are still working just to afford the increased costs of living. We've all seen the increased costs of goods and services, especially food prices. Even though inflation is going down, we're paying more for everything right now. 35% of people over 60 right now still have mortgages on their home. One in five retirees say that they are likely to return to work this year in 2023 because of the rising costs. Maybe they didn't plan well. Maybe they lost money in the market. Maybe they lost their job. Whatever the case is, we're seeing high consumer debt 
and we're seeing people having to go back to work. These people might be sitting on their largest financial asset. And right now with the Fed really increasing these reserve requirements and the banking, banking industry tightening up lending, I wanted to bring you on, Dennis, to talk a little about what is a reverse mortgage? How can that work? Can you just break down for our radio listeners a reverse mortgage, what it essentially is? Well, Joe, very simply, a reverse mortgage is nothing more than allowing you to access a part of your home's equity uh, so you can monetize it and use it to help fund those needs that you have. You know, you hit on inflation, you hit on health care costs, you hit on property taxes, insurance, all those costs that really have been increasing rapidly um, over the last three, four, five years. Uh, monetizing your housing wealth via reverse mortgage can certainly help you address those costs and live a better retirement. So is there, what are the specs of a reverse mortgage, like qualification? I know it's also called a home equity conversion mortgage. Um, some people call it that, some people call it a reverse mortgage. Um, but I know there's some certain qualifications like age and what are the actual qualifications to get a reverse mortgage? Well, first of all, um, the vast majority of reverse mortgages uh, written in the United States are, are backed by the Federal Housing Administration, which is the federal government. Uh, they, of course, heavily regulate this as they, you know, as they should heavily regulate this product to make sure that it's being sold properly and it's the right product for the 62 and up demographic. So uh, you generally speaking, you have to one spouse has to be 62 years of age. You have to own your own home, has to be a primary residence, and you have to have a certain amount of equity in it that really is determined by interest rates and how old you are. Makes sense. So how could monetizing your home equity and maybe your largest financial asset, how could that help a retiree? How could that help out a retirement portfolio, Dennis? Well, there's a number of ways it can help. And it's interesting because, you know, the Midwest was never thought for having rising home values up until the last few years. <laughs> and we're very fortunate in many markets, whether it's Northwest Indiana, Northeast Chicagoland, wherever, that our homes are probably worth 10, 15, 20% more than we ever dreamed that they would be. So what this can do, not only can it help address, you know, the additional costs from health care, inflation, property taxes, insurance and the like, what it can help you do is act as a shock absorber for a portfolio. So it can help mitigate the ups and downs of the stock market. Um, it can help you delay drawing Social Security so you can maximize your payments. One of the biggest reasons uh, we have folks call us about possibly doing this is to eliminate that mortgage that you just mentioned uh, to be able to eliminate the monthly mortgage payments you can increase your cash flow every month so those are just a few quick ways um, that folks look to housing wealth and possibly use a reverse mortgage to help uh, address those needs wait a minute i'm going to reverse back did you just say eliminate the mortgage payment that's correct that's correct Wow. So most people, when we look, we do a lot of financial plans here, Dennis. Um, and I know that you've done a lot in the past. And usually that is the largest expense for a lot of our retirees. And I know a lot of our listeners that hold mortgages right now may be getting a little bit nervous. Can I take this step towards retirement where I'm living on these assets with this large expense? So a reverse mortgage would actually eliminate that payment completely. You wouldn't have to pay it ever again, correct? That's correct. Wow. And obviously you would have an equity line of credit that you could pull off of. And that's where later in the show, we'll get into some strategies with that. But to me, if you're in a financial situation where maybe things happen during the course of planning or, you know, things, life doesn't happen in a vacuum, guys, we all know that things come out of left field. Um, and maybe the plan that you had is not the plan that you're looking at right now. And you may need to groove and you're sitting there and you own your home, but you still have a mortgage on it. And that's a huge expense. One of these reverse mortgages can actually eliminate one of the largest expenses and free up some of that cash flow to go towards your retirement lifestyle, maybe to pay down some debt or maybe to pay some other bills or advanced strategies. But to me, that is absolutely humongous. The first thing that everyone says, Dennis, as soon as we hear the word reverse mortgages is I'm going to lose my home. Can you talk a little bit about 
the guidelines and the protection from the feds and kind of a little bit of the, the qualifications that someone would need to go through to actually get one of these reverse mortgages. Could you just go through that briefly, please? Joe, thank you for allowing me to talk about that. So first off, I, I hear these myths and these misconceptions frequently. Um, obviously, this product's heavily regulated by the federal government as it should be. It's important to remember, this is just another mortgage. It's really fundamentally no different from a traditional mortgage, a line of credit or whatever. All it is is just a lien on your property that has to be paid off after you leave the home. So Dennis, are there any restrictions with the reverse mortgage? Is there anything that people should be aware of upfront? Like what are some of the the cons of a reverse mortgage? I mean, we always talk about, yes, you know, you can eliminate that, that future mortgage payment. You might be able to get a line of credit, um, but what are some of the cons that people might look at and say, you know, this isn't for me, or this isn't a good fit for my situation. What are some of the common things that you see out there when you're doing these reverse mortgages of maybe this isn't the best fit for this type of person? Is there anything out there that you could kind of uh, illuminate for us? Certainly. So that's a great question. So it's important to remember that when you look at a reverse mortgage, whether or not it's right for you, uh, this product, when it's educated, when a client's properly educated, it's not necessarily a pro or a con. It's really more about understanding the trade-off because obviously there is no free lunch. Nobody's going to hand you a huge bushel of money and say you never have to pay it back. But what's important is that that loan isn't paid back until the spouse leaves or moves into a nursing home or a couple other reasons. So the benefit of that, it just becomes a trade-off. Uh, I'm using my home's equity now rather than wait 15, 20, 25 years to give it to the kids. I'm using it now to address the needs that I have today. Makes sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I do. I like these as a tool. And here's here's why I really like the, the strategy of the reverse mortgage is because it is so highly regulated. People know what they're getting into. I know, you know, these things just like annuities, um, the old annuities had a really bad connotation because people assumed that the insurance company was going to keep your money if you passed away. When the federal government stepped in and started up with the regulations, I think people got a lot more comfortable with using this as a strategy for retirement because of the regulations. So if I apply for a reverse mortgage, Dennis, say this is a good fit for me, I've, I've weighed the pros and the cons, what can I expect? Like, what is the actual process of a reverse mortgage? Is it just like a, a mortgage loan? Is there anything different that people need to be aware of? Well, first of all, it, it's a great opportunity to sort of demystify the process. Again, we keep coming back to this concept of regulation. This loan is very highly regulated, again, as it should be. And the first step is, I mean, after you may have received received a quote from someone, is you actually, before you can take an app or make application, you have to meet with a counselor uh, that's approved by HUD. And the important part of that phone session is to make sure that you've had this product properly sold to you and you understand the loan, obviously, that you're about to take out. Um, after that, the process is very similar to any other mortgage that you may have had over the years. It's an application, uh, there's an appraisal done, and you go through the underwriting process. And the vast majority of these are done in 30 to 45 days. So again, for, most, uh, for the most part, it's just like any other mortgage that's done out there today. Awesome. And then how does how is it determined what the line of credit value? How what is the formula? What is the ballpark calculation? Um, so I know I'm eliminating my future payments, but how how did they determine what amount is available for a line of credit for the consumer? So the government gives us just to for lack of a better term, loan to value tables that based on your age and what prevailing interest rates are govern how much the lender is allowed to to advance uh, based on the value of your property. Okay, so it's a, it's pretty much regulated guidelines. So no one's going to get a little bit more, a little bit less. You guys have a loan to value calculation. So if someone's curious, you can give them an approximate saying, you know, based on maybe the amount that you owe in the mortgage and you know what equity you have in the house. This is ballpark. What would you you would get before going into the process? So you would have a kind of a fairly good idea of what type of equity you may be able to pull off the house in addition to eliminating those future payments. Correct. We routinely give a, a no obligation quote to folks all the time. Awesome. 
And then spouses, can you talk a little bit about spouses? Maybe one spouse is not 62 years of age because we know 62 is the minimum cutoff here. What happens in that situation if maybe uh, you have a 63-year-old and a 54-year-old and one, one is obviously of the age limit of 62 and the other isn't? What happens there, Dennis? So that's one of the other uh, consumer protections uh, that's been uh, put into the product as it's been upgraded and re-regulated over the years. So in that example, if you have one spouse over the age of 62 and the other spouse that's living in the property that's under age 62, and let's say we go 10 years out, the older spouse happens to pass away or go into a nursing home or whatever. That spouse that's under the age of 62 when the loan was taken out still is protected, which means that spouse gets to stay in the property um, for as long as they live, as long as the property taxes and insurance uh, continue to be paid. Wow, that's awesome, Dennis. And we have to take a break. And you know what time it is. For our next 10 callers, you are going to get a very special education and time with Dennis Loxton. Next 10 callers into the show. Call us now. Let's get your name and number. If you are interested in learning more about a reverse mortgage or even taking the next step, Dennis is your guy. You want to deal with the fiduciary. You want to deal with the CFP. Next 10 callers, Steve, give them that number and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. Complimentary review. Come on in. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. When we come back... Welcome back, everyone. Wealth Health Radio is here. Joe Murphy is also here. We also have Dennis Loxton, who talking about reverse mortgages. This is a fascinating conversation, guys, and, and I am I am taking notes furiously as we go through this. Again, as you said, Joe, I, I think earlier, maybe even it was off the air. Yeah, this is a this is a big deal, and nobody is uh, nobody's talking about it. And and uh, let's learn. Let's learn you know together. What? You're absolutely right on the money, Steve, as, as usual, per usual, I should say. Um, look, you know, this environment is is different than anyone that we've ever encountered before. And like you said, when you have high consumer debt, um, we, we're looking at near-term retirees that may be having that little queasy feeling in their stomach. We like to get in front of things. We like to plan ahead. And that's why educating people now about potential tools, I think will pay dividends for some of our listeners and some of our clients that may run into a pinch and not know where else to go. You know, we're seeing the banks really tighten up. You know, I think on Google, the most searched term was how to get a home equity line of credit with bad credit. Um, so this is a potential option to tap the equity in your home to take care of some stuff. But what I'm really excited about is the retirement planning aspect, um, how this can help our retirees in retirement and some strategies that Dennis and I are gonna go through um, to talk about how these can be used um, outside of the conventional sense of just eliminating that, that future mortgage payment and maybe pulling a line. How can we use this reverse mortgage for our retirees in advanced planning strategies? So let's talk a little bit, Dennis, about how the reverse mortgage can buffer spending for a retiree. How can this loan be used early in retirement? Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, certainly there's uh, four things that we'll hit on. The first one is we frequently see folks look to this uh, as a tax-free funding source. And the reason why we use the words tax-free is because this is a loan. So obviously you don't pay taxes on it. And I think one of the important things it can do, you know, you talked about market risk earlier in the show, and it's important to know, you know, the old joke or the old thing is markets don't go up and up and up, they go up and down. And one of the things that the line of credit in a reverse mortgage can do is to ease what's known as sequence of returns risk. So this way you don't have to keep taking from your portfolio if the market's down 5, 10, 15, 20%. If the market's down, you can leave it alone to let it heal when the market comes back by taking withdrawals from the line of credit that enables you to remain fully committed to your investment strategy and not have to keep taking withdrawals on a down portfolio. Wow, that's a great point, Dennis. And I just want to reverse that. That sequence of return risk becomes very real in bear markets. And one of the main jobs psychologically of your financial advisor is to make sure that you don't make a rash decision and push that sell button at the worst possible time. And that's usually right at the bottom. That's when the most panic sellers happen. And having this 
is going to allow you to insulate yourself from that potential panic button push. Um, you know, when you have another account that you know can buffer and you have that peace of mind, it changes the game. You know, we look back in history at the stock market and the stock market has done only one thing over the long term is go up but we cannot avoid the volatility over the short and medium term. And if you're a retiree, you don't know exactly where this market's gonna be when you need to start taking income. You start taking income off your portfolio and the market starts falling, that is sequence of returns risk. This reverse mortgage can be used as a buffer to make sure that you do not panic, push that button, you have an account and you have cash flow that you can pull off of. I love that point. Dennis, what else you got for us? Well, what's also interesting is that the line of credit has a feature in it that actually where the unused portion grows each year. So if you think about it, the unused portion of the line of credit because it's tied to the one-year treasury actually can act, first of all, as a hedge against inflation because, you know, again, it's pegged to the treasury, the one-year treasury. But then also, if we were to see a falling real estate market, because the value, because the growth rate in that line of credit on the unused portion continues to grow each year, it grows irrespective of what's going on with real estate value. So in a sense, it can be actually be used to hedge against a real estate market that may be sideways or even decreasing. Wow. And, and we talk on this show all the time about possibly using one portfolio to hedge another. Um, this is an incredible way to really diversify and create a hedge against the real estate market. Look, real estate prices at all time highs. Real estate is one of the greatest investments of all time. But we have seen in recent history, 2007, 2008, that it does come down. Um, this would act as a hedge with the one-year treasury link. I love that. The, I didn't know that it was linked to the treasury. That, that's fantastic. So great point. One of the other things that we see is, again, folks are healthier in retirement. They're more active in retirement. And like we mentioned earlier, they're more apt to move one or two or even three times in retirement. You know, the old thought of I'm going to stay in my home for 50 years doesn't happen that much anymore. And one of the things that can help folks be more mobile and downsize to the home that they want, albeit the newer one with better amenities and the granite countertops and the one that's really suited for them to age in place can be, it's what we call a heckum for purchase. So a reverse mortgage can actually be used to buy that next home. And one of the reasons why folks may look to this is because, hey, I don't want to have a mortgage payment retirement, but the home that I live in that's 3,000 square feet with two stories and was built in the 50s, maybe that doesn't suit my needs anymore. So I can downsize to a newer home, one story with all the amenities that I need and not have to have a mortgage payment. The benefit of that is that you don't have to take money out of your retirement account with a big tax hit. You don't have to drain cash savings that you may have, you can actually use the reverse to pay for part of the house um, and enable yourself to really get into that home you want without a monthly mortgage payment. Wow, that's incredible. And tax-free is one of our favorite things here, Dennis. And that brings me to my next point. How can a reverse mortgage maybe help a client that is avoiding because maybe they don't have the taxation money up front, they want to do a reverse more or they want to do a Roth conversion. We know tax rates are sitting at historic lows. They may not have the tax payment free and clear sitting in cash. How can a reverse mortgage be used to do a larger Roth conversion in a given tax year? Well, one of the things, and again, we leave the investment advice yes, to professionals like you. Um, but when folks talk about things like Roth conversions, it's very important to remember to your point, like you just mentioned, you have to have money to pay the tax because the, the tax man wants to be paid. And when you have a reverse mortgage, we talked about that line of credit that's there. That line of credit can be the funding source to make sure that you never pay taxes on that retirement money again in your retirement for the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. That when you make that Roth conversion, now you've cut the, the tax man and the government out of that and you can enjoy those that account tax-free. Yeah, guy, listeners, think about that for a second. So it would allow you to have basically a tax-free retirement going forward. And, you know, most people's retirement, as Dennis uh, talked about earlier, is going to be 20, 30, sometimes even 40 years um, to decouple yourself from the U.S. government and the tax man and to get to be able to smack their hand out of your cookie jar. Nice little added benefit. 
And Dennis, I just have one outlier because I have a I have a client that I'm thinking of um, right now. Um, she is 81 years old and she has three grandkids. Um, they absolutely want nothing to do with her home. Grandma wants to help these kids. They're starting families. They want to buy their own home. Her husband has passed away. Could she possibly use a reverse mortgage? Um, to fund down payments for each of her grandkids' homes? She certainly could. There's no restrictions on oh. how you want to use the money. Um, again, you can use it to fund college educations, to gift to charities, um, whatever you may need. So in this instance, if she wants to really have her legacy and also her late husband's legacy be that they help their three grandkids get in their first home, um, they can certainly use the reverse mortgage to fund that. Wow. That's like you said, that was just off the top of my head. And I was thinking, and now I'm starting to rattle the brain thinking, how could this be a benefit to some of our existing clients here at Murphy Wealth? Um, like I said, look, it's not for everyone. No investment vehicle is, no tool is, but to understand how it works and what it can do and benefit, um, that's why we're doing the show. That's what we want to bring is education. But I think Dennis just went through some incredible ways that a reverse mortgage, the tax-free line of credit can really create some oomph for our retirees, especially the ability to do that Roth conversion. Cause that is, that's the number one reason why at this firm, Dennis, we do a lot of incremental Roth conversions, um, because coming up with the tax money up front is a struggle for some people. Although they want to get that money converted, they may not be able to pay the tax man. So this presents a, a ancillary solution um, to accomplish that Roth conversion and still not mess with living in the home for the rest of your life and helping the cash flow for the future retiree by eliminating that mortgage payment. I'm really liking what I'm hearing, Dennis, and you're doing a great job breaking this down. Any other strategies that you'd like to review with our listeners? Well, certainly. Uh, we have a client that we helped recently, um, a 62-year-old couple. They live in a home that's about 350000 and they have no mortgage. So they've got about 75,000 in the bank, additional 50 in CDs, and they have 200 in their investment portfolio. And they came to us looking for a few different things. They of course had questions about how to really monetize their home's equity uh, to help supplement their retirement. And what we did in taking them through their different options, you know, to best use the housing, to best use their housing wealth, we came up with a solution where their home equity now can act as a shock absorber against bumps in their portfolio, like you discussed earlier. And it also provides the line of credit that we've referenced a few times where the unused portion, because it grows each year, um, can be said conceptually to help sort of keep pace with inflation. And we all know that's a big concern of everybody right now. Absolutely. It's it's on everyone's mind with this inflation rate and the cost of goods and services. You know, that's why we've seen a mass exodus from bank savings deposits into the money market accounts and U.S. treasuries because people want that interest rate for themselves instead of for the bank. But to have that cash keeping up with or at least trying to keep pace with inflation. And if you're not, guys, you're losing money every single year over year. So you want to find something that can at least uh, mitigate that inflation level. I just don't see it coming down anytime soon. Inflation is one of the most persistent things that we've ever encountered. And although the Fed has been extremely aggressive, no one knows for sure when this is going to level out. Because I know when I go to the supermarket, it sure doesn't feel like inflation is going down. So I know that we are at the, the time frame here that we are going to open up these lines to yes. the next 10 callers. So we have a very special offer to talk to Dennis Loxton, CFP. And if you have questions about reverse mortgages, you want to see if you potentially qualify, you want to run maybe one of these strategies uh, by a financial advisor, by someone that does these reverse mortgages every single day. Um, this is the guy that you want to talk to. Steve, next 10 callers, give them the magic number and we will get to work. Sounds like a plan, Joe. Give us a call, 800-930-5905. It's a great opportunity for you to, well, to get that uh, financial review as well as a chance to talk with Dennis about reverse mortgages. I mean, it, it, if you've got questions, if this has piqued your interest, now is the time to make that call. It's 800-930-5905. Do it while you're thinking about it. 800 930 5905. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with Dennis Loxton and learn more about reverse. Hey, 
we're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy and special guest today, Dennis Loxton. He's uh, talking about reverse mortgages. And boy, if you've missed this first part of the show, um, I would say go back and listen to it or just subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on uh, on the website, mwmfinancial.tax. Speaking of websites, let's talk Facebook, Joe. Um, because again, when I need a bright spot in my day, I visit Murphy Wealth Management on Facebook. Well, we so appreciate that you are a follower of Facebook and hopefully more of our listeners um, get a chance to give our page a like. Uh, we definitely try and spread some positivity with all the negativity that we constantly consume from all these media channels and outlets. You know, what my goal is with that is to probably put a smile on someone's face. Um, that's the main goal for me. So if I can brighten someone's day, Steve, that's all that's all worth it to me. It's not so much about financial content. It's about positivity and community and empowering people and sticking together. Those are the things that we need to focus on. And that's why that page is out there. So please give us a like and uh, we will sure appreciate it. Sure. Well, and again, this is uh, our last segment with uh, with Dennis and, and uh, Joe. You've been leading the charge here. Let's get back to it because I know what we're going to get into this time. It's really fascinating. This is my kind of stuff here because this is when we're dealing with uh, real situations. I love digging into it and seeing how we can plan. I know Dennis is a CFP. He loves to dig deep and find solutions that maybe a traditional advisor doesn't understand or maybe doesn't present. So we always look under the layers. We look behind the veil to see, you know, obviously within the letter of the law, we're never going to break the law, but I want to see what we can do. And I know Dennis has a couple case studies that he's going to review now that we're going to go back and forth of. And I know we have some clients named Henry, and let's talk a little bit about Henry, Dennis, and how the reverse mortgage could be used in his situation. Well, certainly. And I think this speaks to what you mentioned earlier about more folks than ever are now working in retirement. They're working past 65 because they're forced to. And a lot of times, like you mentioned earlier, uh, just to keep making that monthly mortgage payment. So uh, this gentleman's 62 years old. He's single. He lives in a $650,000 home with $265,000 left on his mortgage. He's still working full-time, obviously. Um, now, he's fortunate he has a low rate on that that he took out a few years ago. But he's going to be making mortgage payments of about $2,200 per month for another 13 years. Well, that takes him to age 75, and now he's well into his attended retirement, which obviously nobody would like to make mortgage payments into their 70s if they can avoid it. Right. Now, he's hoping to retire at age 67, but he's really concerned about what that monthly mortgage payment is going to do to his retirement income. So he saved, but obviously he wants to make sure that he's got more liquid funds available for the what ifs in life. So he wants to retire. You know, He, he sees himself working for a few more years but he really doesn't want to have to push it out much beyond age 67. So he comes to us, takes a look at his plan, and he says, what can we do to monet best monetize my housing wealth? So what we're first able to do is eliminate his monthly mortgage payments by just replacing his traditional mortgage with a HECM, where that pays off his traditional mortgage. He doesn't have to make monthly mortgage payments. By stopping that monthly mortgage payment, we now get to shift that $2,200 a month mortgage payment towards his savings. And he's increasing his deductible 401k contribution. And he's also making sure he's taking the most advantage of the matching funds that his employer's giving him. So the great thing is, is that after paying off that mortgage, he still has about $65,000 available in that credit line. And the unused part of that credit line is going to grow each year. And that's going to provide him a very important what if, if you will, in retirement in case those unexpected health care costs come up? Uh, because we all know that health care is a very big concern um, for folks in retirement today. And finally, he's going to save over $300,000 in mortgage payments over the next 13 years that he obviously now um, can start thinking about using for other things in retirement. This is exactly how you leverage a reverse mortgage in this situation. So the $265,000 remaining mortgage gone, completely gone. But what I like about it, and if I'm doing a plan for Henry, that $65,000, like you said, Dennis, becomes an emergency fund. Um, whether there's ancillary healthcare expenses, you know, we really understand healthcare expenses at these firms. You have to, um, because it is a, one of the largest threats um, to our retirees is unexpected healthcare. We've we've seen we've all seen that study that Fidelity did about a year ago, saying the average retiree is going to spend about three hundred thousand dollars over their retirement on healthcare. Um, 
you know, that is not a good situation to be on, especially if your cash flow is all going towards your mortgage payment. The ability to free free that money up allows you to do more. It allows you to insulate more. It allows you to protect more. I like this case study, Dennis. Thank you for illuminating. I know you have a couple more to go through. So let's talk about your next one. Certainly. Well, we had a person come to us recently. You know, she's very fortunate. She lives in a nice $500,000 home. Um, her portfolio is about 500000 as well. And she's fortunate that she's retired. Now, one of her main concerns was that she didn't want to start drawing Social Security at age 62. You know, her belief was that she would be best suited to postpone that out to age 70 so she could maximize her monthly benefit. And in this example, she was able to use the line of credit feature in the reverse mortgage to withdraw, you know, the difference between what her payment would be now and obviously later on, and in post being able to postpone her Social Security payment from age 62 to age 70, um, obviously, she's able to significantly increase um, her Social Security payment once she does start taking it at age 70. The most valuable annuity out there, Dennis, is Social Security because it's paid for by the U.S. government. And the longer you can defer it, the higher that payment's going to be, especially after FRH. You know, you're looking at an 8% increase in that payment. So having this and allowing you to defer that valuable annuity in the form of Social Security really can maximize that spendable money in retirement. I really like these applications, Dennis. Is there anything like specific, like any any advanced planning, like you've really seen any major success stories with these reverse mortgages recently that maybe we can use? And I know I can tap your brain after the radio show, of course, but I just, I'm really fascinated by the ability to implement these things, especially in the environment that we could be headed towards. Um, again, you know, this could be a rescue. Is there anything out there that maybe you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, certainly. So we have um, another couple here, both age 68. They live in a house, a little more than $300,000 with no mortgage. Um, they're very fortunate. They're one of those lucky people that have a pension and they have 300000 in assets. So everything should be right. You know, there, nothing else can go wrong. Yeah. Well, because of what happened uh, with their respective parents, and unfortunately, both dementia seems to be in the family, being able to have a reserve, if you will, um, is a hedge against future long-term care costs or unknown health care costs that they, they're concerned that they'll run into um, later in life. That was a big deal to them because they didn't want to obviously um, lose the portfolio assets, you know, have just for health care costs. So what they did is they used the line of credit feature. Again, you keep hearing us come back to that. The line of credit feature um, in the reverse mortgage, because it has that growth feature on the unused portion, 15 years later, that credit line in this example was projected to hit about $300,000, 304 wow. to be exact. So in doing so, that provides them the peace of mind to know that if something unforeseen does happen 5, 10, 15 years out, that there is a pool of money, a pool of liquidity that can help them take care of that need. I, I really like that, especially with the threat of long-term care. And let's face it, none of us want to even think about it until you're in that situation. So what an emergency backstop, especially tax-free, because what we see, Dennis, is when there is no planning for long-term care, the majority or the lion's share of the retirement assets that we see in this firm are tax-qualified assets. And they end up draining those tax-qualified assets to pay for care, and they end up coming with a huge tax bill. Unfortunately, if they have a spouse at that time, you know, then she's faced or he's faced with a huge tax bill. I like that the line of credit is obviously tax-free. It acts as a backstop almost against anything. It's almost like an emergency fund that you can tap off of without Uncle Sam saying, hey, I want my piece. This is your money. And what an incredible way to tap the most valuable asset that most people earn without having to go to the bank, fill out you know, an incredible amount of paperwork for them to stamp the decline because they're not lending. And that is an environment that we are facing more and more. As these rate hikes continue, these banks are gonna be lending less and less. The Fed is tightening up this monetary policy. Lending is gonna happen less and less. The reverse mortgage is a secondary option for you to tap that equity without having to get declined and go to a bank and be like, oh my gosh, where do I go? That's the education of this show. That's why we wanted to bring Dennis on so people had something to hold on to when they felt there was no other option out there. 
Um, this is also a great fit for advanced strategies. I really like it and I'm gonna look for, for the Roth conversion because it does make sense, especially Dennis, if you don't have plans to move, if you are gonna stay in this home that you're in right now for the rest of your life, you get to stay in that home forever. They can't kick you out. They can't kick your spouse out. It is your home to live in for the rest of your life. Is that correct? That is, you know, the main responsibility of the folks that are uh, using a reverse mortgage is obviously you need to pay your property taxes, your insurance yep. and your HOA dues. As long as you do that, this is your, you're in for life if you so choose. Yeah, and I, and I like that. And I think, again, that was the biggest myth that we've had to dispel with these reverse mortgages. And again, guys, this isn't a fit for everyone. This is not something you want to take lightly. This is something that can be a part of your retirement plan. Maybe you didn't save sufficiency or, or sufficiently, or maybe you have an outlier or something happens. Because again, life doesn't happen always the way that we think, but you can tap that most valuable asset and eliminate that payment to increase the cash flow. This is a major tool that I think in the next coming years here is going to be going like hotcakes. And I'm so glad that we had a chance to have Dennis on to really explain the guts of the reverse mortgage, the pros and cons. And my favorite part, Dennis was going back and forth on the case studies because that's what I really love to dig into as a retirement planner. So Dennis, thank you again um, for your time. Is there any, any other information that you'd like to share before we head out? I know we're running low on time here. So this is a great opportunity to really sort of take stock of, you know, your housing wealth, because a lot of folks don't really look at this as part of their overall financial picture. And really, because it could be your largest asset, it's something you really should at least look at to get an idea of where it is uh, and how it fits in your overall retirement income plan today. Dennis, again, thank you, buddy. And we are going to do this offer one more time. Next 10 callers. And I know you guys are going to be lighting up the phones this week. Next 10 callers, you are going to get an interview with Dennis Loxton to find more about reverse mortgages if they apply to your situation. Next 10 callers, Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. This is a great opportunity, folks. Doesn't come along often. 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. Well, Joe, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. This was particularly fascinating. And, and Dennis, thanks for sharing. That was some great information. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks again, Dennis. And uh, to all our radio listeners out there, keep enjoying that summer. And the weather is beautiful here. The content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 